it's important for the person listening to know what the, what is the purpose of your money. Yeah. If it's for you to spend in your lifetime, that's one specific plan. Yep. If it's you to leave it to somebody else, that's a different specific plan. If it's you, like most folks go, I don't know, I want plenty if I'm alive, but I want to be able to leave something for my kids, there's a blended plan. So yes, depending on what you want those dollars to do will depend on the tool that we recommend to you to use. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint, a podcast by 210 Financial. No matter who you are or where you are in life, having a plan for your finances matters. And that's what this show is all about. In each episode, we want to help you gain an understanding of where you are now and where you want to go from here. Hey, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's Your Retirement Blueprint podcast. My name's Kendall Stahl alongside my co-host, Mr. Phil Cooper. How are you? Good. Well, welcome, everybody. Thanks for watching. Good deal. Well, you were gone. You weren't able to attend. I know it broke your heart. You have no idea how much it broke my heart. You got videos, though. Yeah. We talked about the State Fair last week. This Mm -hmm. week, we took Kai, my son, four years old, and your Mm -hmm. grandson. Mm -hmm. We took him to the Pee Wee show. We showed some pigs for the first time. What's it take to be in the Pee Wee show? It's an age specific thing. Yep. So state the actual show at State Fair is is I don't know if it's eight or ten. I think it used to always be ten years ten to eighteen. I think they changed it from that to eight to twenty one. So anybody under eight years old, anybody under eight or ten, whatever it is, can go show at the Pee Wee show. So you got you got kids that are eight or ten and pretty well know what they're doing, and you got kids that are well. There was one girl literally there that was two and a half. Wow. Maybe. Brave little girl. I don't know if it went real well, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then basically, instead of giving out you know ribbons and money or whatever, they give out you know Nerf guns and scooters and cool stuff, bubble gum machines and yeah. Have to Is have that talk. where Kai got the bubble gum machine? Well, I'm gonna have to talk, have a talk with your wife, okay? Because you know me, I'm all about we got to work for it and earn it, you know, right? <laughs> grandma well, may have a different opinion. Well, yeah, grandma private. <laughs> so, so. So Kai's showing pigs there. He's he's checked out all the prizes beforehand. Got a bubble gum machine, you know, little foot tall thing. Put a quarter, you know, whatever. And uh, he's bound to determine he's going to get that bubble gum machine. But you got to do pretty good to, to get the bubble gum machine. And you know, we were just this is just trial run, so we didn't put a lot of time and effort in. We just borrowed some pigs and went. And we didn't win the bubble gum machine. Well. The bubblegum machine showed up at the office the other day. Granny. Granny took care of the business that <laughs> right way. So I kind of got his bubblegum machine. Way to go, Grandma. Way, High five to Grandma. I know you agree with. I'm, All about I'm, it. I kept my mouth shut. I let I him get his bubblegum machine. <laughs> I think Grandma was weak on that one. Anyways, we survived <laughs> the Pee Wee show. Yeah. Now our next obstacle is those pigs are going to have to go. So we're gonna have to, you know, work through that little life lesson. But it'll be Gilbert all right. and Biscuit are the yep. are the two pigs' names and Chuckles and. Oh, Chuckles. I didn't yeah. know about Chuckles. Well, we borrowed one. Yeah, you didn't know about that, I guess. I didn't know about that. So how old does Cash have to be before he starts showing? Yeah, apparently two. A couple years old. Probably don't. Probably. We'll probably wait a little bit. You're all invited next year to the Pee Wee Show down yeah. at the State Fair to watch my grandsons. <laughs> it was. There was um, 200 kids. Wow. No. That's awesome. That's not right. 200 pigs. 200. Well, probably a couple probably, of kids, yeah. I don't know, 150 kids or something yeah. like that. So, very good. Anyways, this week's show... <laughs> Is all about retirement taxes and um, income. Okay. Okay. So yep. big thing right off the top: Social Security Administration. Um, Social Security is usually um, adjusted for inflation, one way or the yep, other. Right. Yeah. And all the talk is, hey, inflation's high. Yeah. What's going to happen? Are we going to get a big jump on Social Security or not? Yeah. So it appears like we're going to be getting. Well, we. Uh, 
I'm you and I aren't getting anything. I'm not collecting anything <laughs> We get yet. the privilege of paying in still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, close to 10% is what they're talking. That's what I hear. Last year, 2021, it was 8%, I think. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. And now they're talking about a potential. Let's see where the end, the year ends with inflation. They're talking about a potential another 10% raise. It says on average 2023, or not on, well, yeah, on average. The average check, 160 bucks. It's going to go up 2023 due to yeah. inflation. Yeah, good. So all you retirees out there collecting Social Security might be getting a raise. Um, but, you know, that might get taken away from you in Medicare, you know, however you ha- – people have differing opinions on that, I suppose. Well, last year they raised our Social Security payments 8%, and they raised Medicare 14%. Yeah, so they took it back. They took part of that back, yeah. Interesting how that works. How much should Social Security, how much should someone rely on Social Security when it comes to retirement income planning? In a perfect world, none. That's That's a perfect world, but that's not the world we're living in because we have been trained as a society that Social Security, which is securing the society is what that means, with basic income is going to be there for so many people have planned on that as being part of their their yeah. income plan. In a perfect world, we, we wish people wouldn't plan for it, but that's not the way it is. So what? Well, that, it needs to be what you just said: basic income. It is. That's your, that's your needs. That's right. your food. Yeah, your clothing. Your, and too many people out there rely on it for all. Of that's their it. Income. And there's a lot of folks. That's all they have. Yeah. The, there's a how, what is it on the statement? So if you if you if you're not collecting Social Security yet. The, um, if you you can print your statement off at ssa.gov or sometimes they mail it to you or whatever, and if you look on there, it's going to give you three essentially three different dollar figures. Sixty two. Here's how much you can expect to get every month for retirement age. Here's how much you get expect to get every month, and then at seventy, here's how much you get to expect every month. Um, and uh, then if you look down below it, or maybe did they take that off now? I think. Anyways, used to be uh, last year. Anyways, twenty thirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, it says it says down there below that somewhere about halfway down the page by 2035, the Social Security Administration is only going to have enough to pay out 80. Uh, percent I was well, it was 71 percent. But okay, back to what you're stating, they took that off, mm-hmm. but they didn't change the rules. So what that means is, they used to say by the year 2035, they can only pay us 70 to 72 percent of what they were planning on paying us. Right, and then because of COVID. They mm-hmm. took that 2035, and they shrunk it to 2033. Yeah. So the same by the year 2033, but you think of that. We're not that far away. Mm-mm. Whatever you're going to Social Security is going to be reduced unless the law changes. They're going to reduce that down because there's no money left. At the same time, they're handing out raises. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Something's going to change. Yeah. If it does, I don't. I just don't think there's – this is Kendall's opinion, so take it for what it's worth – I don't think there's any politicians that's going to stand up there and do it. They're going to get it some other way, though. They will. There's a one. You're a one-term politician if you're going to do that because yeah. it, you're going to cause an income calamity. Yeah. So many people literally rely on Social 100%, Security 100% yes, to I agree live with that. on that. If that actually happened, it would be a disaster. You're right. They may not change Social Security, but what's going to change is something else down the road. Yeah. They're going to reclaim those dollars someplace. Well, that seems like a good parlay in yeah. today's topic. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We're going to talk about taxes today. So... Um, Couple different things on taxes. Um, we've we, we talk about taxes probably more than what people want us to, but well, today I want to talk about existing opportunities um, to save taxes before tax rates go up. Okay. So, at least as of right now, taxes are on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, they're about as low as they've ever been. I keep saying this, and I need to get it done. But I saw an advisor um, make a 
like a whiteboard, like a, a poster board, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And he had a graph of the tax rates throughout year history, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. year over year. And I always say we're in some of the lowest tax environment. We, we, we really, really are. are, yeah. And if you look at the graph, it's like kind of major. It's ridiculous. We, like when President Reagan was our president, right? the highest tax bracket in the country, this is hard for people to even fathom. It was 94%. Yeah. Now, of course, that was certain income levels. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Every dollar you make, 94% went to the government. Yeah. Well, today- Why would you work? Well, they, they, <laughs> Ronald Reagan was a movie yeah. star. Yeah. And he said if he made over $2 million a year, that's when they hit him at 94%. So he made sure his movies stopped at $2 million a year of income, and otherwise he was paying the government. So right now, like, for example, there's a lot of people, a lot of people we see that are under double digits per year. Yeah. And the percentage are paying to the government. This is low, folks. This is ridiculous. This is history in the making. Mm-hmm. You'll look back on these days with tax in the tax environment and go, those were the good old days. Yep. And it's going to change. All right. Taxable retirement income that's taxable. Okay. So any money okay. taken out of 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, um, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. TSP, if you're self-employed, mm-hmm. SEP IRAs, whatever. Okay. That's all going to be taxed whenever you poke a hole in those and start taking money out. Correct. Okay. Um, federally. Correct. And it depends on the state whether or not they're going to tax. That's tax correct. And Illinois level. currently does not tax the, those things. They do not tax your 401k IRAs, but other states do. Yep. Okay. And then a couple rules there. Um, you have to start taking money out at 72 whether you want to or not. So mm-hmm. if you're someone that, say, has worked at some company, um, your your baby boomer generation, mid-60s, whatever, um, and you know you got strong pensions, strong social security. You got all this money saved in an IRA, a four hundred one k, whatever, and you don't really need those dollars. You're not taking any money out because you know if you do, it's going to raise you up in tax brackets. You're going to have to once you turn seventy two, whether you want to or not. That's correct. That's correct. So the goal there would be to try to get those dollars out of taxable buckets between now and age seventy two, if possible. Yep. So we're going to come back to that in a minute. All right. Social okay. security is taxable to certain point. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they can tax up to, they being the IRS, can tax up to 85%. Eight, 85% of your Social Security. Now, clarify that. Mm-hmm. I heard said this the other day to somebody, and they yep. about fell out of their chair. Yeah, like what? They heard me say they can pay up to 85% in taxes on their Social Security. That's not what that says. Up to 85% of your Social Security can be taxed. Right. Doesn't mean they're going to tax you at 85%. So if you got $10,000 of Social Security, they're going to only take 8500 $8, of it can be taxed. Can be taxed. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, do you know this off the top of your head? Married filing jointly, you got to get to 32000 of income before they tax it, or is that the level it goes to 85%? Do you That's know? when it hits 85%. That's okay. correct. Yeah. So they can tax you up to that number of different things. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so Social Security is taxable. Obviously, pensions are going to be taxable. Um, money com- coming out of annuities can be taxable, even if it's not an IRA sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, capital gains is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are, those I think hit a lot of the different types of retirement income that's taxed. And so let's talk about opportunities. So we were opening the can there on, um, you know, turning 72 and having to take money out. So I want to, I want to spend some time on that for a minute. So, you, so imagine with me. Um, you're mid sixties, you retired from somewhere, you got strong pension, you've got, um, strong social security, you got a million bucks or 500 grand or a hundred grand, whatever in an IRA or 401k. And you don't need that money. So you're like, in my head, I'm not taking that money out because I don't want to pay taxes on it right now. Um, because nobody likes to pay taxes, right? 
that group of people has got to be planning for what happens at 72, right? Agreed, agreed. Because at 72, you don't have a choice. Yeah, your your freedoms are gone. I should say your freedoms in that way, but I mean your your options are gone. Yeah. It is now a forced withdrawal. Yep. And, um, you know, if you're in your mid-60s, you know, you got eight to ten years for that million bucks or whatever's in that account to grow more. Yeah. Which makes the problem even your worse. So back to your example. Say somebody's got a million bucks, and if you don't have a million bucks, don't tune me out. Just yeah. listen to this. Is if you got a hundred thousand, it's the same Works thing. The same way. Yeah. You got a million bucks or laying 10 in million. your. Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter the dollar figure. It's the same concept. You got a million dollars laying in your IRA, your four hundred one k bucket, right? Mm-hmm. And today we know we've got the lowest tax environment ever. Should we be pulling those dollars out, and paying tax on them, and now get them over to our tax free bucket? And we believe the answer is yes, because we also have the compounding effect of money over time. Yep. So that million dollars over the next decade, maybe you've had a great decade and now it's worth 2 million and right. you're like jackpot. Well, you used to owe million dollars or taxes on a million dollars. Guess what? You now owe taxes on $2 million. Yeah. You, the IRS is your partner. You owe the IRS no matter what. So maybe it makes sense to pay the IRS sooner. Absolutely. Which could mean a lot less taxes over your lifetime potentially. Well, what if you'd got that million dollars out over a course of a few years and now it lays in a Roth IRA? Yeah. And it's worth a million dollars over there now over time. And maybe over time now it's worth two million. How much of that two million of that Roth is yours? All of it. All of it. Hundred percent of it. Yeah. What if and you die? Your kids, all of it. They oh, don't yeah. pay tax on it. Exactly. It's free. Um so that's one of the biggest opportunities right now because of what we talked about at the beginning of the show is taxes are as low as they've ever been. I don't have my poster board, yeah. but if you saw that graph- It's it's astounding. It, it might really make is. sense to, to pay some taxes now. And the reasons for that are make sure you know what's going to happen at 72, okay? We're not CPAs or you know tax advisors, so you need to talk to your, your, um, your CPA or the person that does your taxes. But what you need to think about, and this is not a bash on, on them- but most tax preparers are saying, how do we reduce taxes for today, for this year? Yeah, they look backwards. Yep. They're and right. you need to be thinking about what's going to happen going forward. Kendall, we very rarely talk about this, but we, what if you have a married couple? Yeah. And their income is Social Security and pension and money they're taking from their IRAs, and they're filing a joint tax return. They know every year we're either going to pay this much or get this much back, and then one of them passes away. Yep. Now everything just drops to a single filing rate. Mm-hmm. That remaining spouse could have a major tax burden on their hands. Yeah. Could be. Get those dollars out of their IRA today while they're still both alive and well and have time ahead of them. So you need to have a plan. Does it make sense to convert dollars? More often than not right now, it does. Obviously, everybody's situation is different, so you need to look over it. Don't just randomly go do things. Um, but a couple other things couple uh, um, that, that makes a difference. When sometimes, I've seen it happen before, whereas if you set up some sort of a plan tax-wise, right, and you start paying some of those taxes early, okay, um, your income is going to be high, mm-hmm. artificially high, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's going to m- make your Social Security taxable, mm-hmm. okay? If you're if you're taking Social Security already, but you might get through that to where you can get to a spot in life where your Social Security is not taxed at all. Could potentially, we can get you to a zero tax rate later. Yeah, depending on your situation, mm-hmm. zero is good. Zero is good. If you have too much pension, though, you're probably always going to pay some tax. Probably so. Paying taxes isn't always bad, though. That just makes, means you made a little bit of money. That's why I tell people all the time that <laughs> if you're paying taxes, it means you made money. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about let's talk about uh, – let's talk – I always like to talk about um, when it comes to taxes, it's important where you place your money, right? And the reason for that is is dollars in an IRA – you have you got to pay taxes on mm-hmm. still 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Dollars in a Roth, you don't. Okay. Dollars in like a brokerage account or an individual account, that's capital gains. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, when you're building out a plan, not just a tax plan, let's take it a step further. Let's talk about risk. Okay. If I'm going to have some dollars that are safe um, because, you know, you don't want all your dollars at risk and I'm going to have some dollars that are a little more at risk, it also makes sense to where you position those dollars, right? If I'm going to have dollars at risk, I want those in my Roth. I agree. Because the chance that we get some big growth, uh, it might as well be tax-free. Save time, 100%. Yeah. Right? And if we're going to... If we're going to try to be conservative with something with a lot of times means a little less rate of return, why don't we do that with the bucket use, that we yeah, haven't paid use taxes Use your IRA or 401k for those kind of things, yeah. Um, annuities, um, when it, when it, if we get off the IRA bandwagon for a minute, we just talk individual um, or joint account when they're in an annuity, people take dollars out of there. They're going to have to pay taxes at normal income. On the gain only. On the gain only, yep. Mm-hmm. And if it's in a brokerage account, um, just in the stock market or something like that, they're still they're going to have to pay capital gains tax, which could or could not be more or less than normal income. Mm-hmm. Um, but when those dollars pass on, beneficiaries get a step up in basis. Correct. Okay. If you leave those annuities to the kids, they don't get a step up in basis. That's a right? that's hundred percent right. And so this whole tax planning thing is important. It's important for the person listening to know what the what is the purpose of your money. Yeah. If it's for you to spend in your lifetime, that's one specific plan yep if it's you to leave it to somebody else that's a different specific plan if it's you like most folks go i don't know i want plenty if i'm alive but i want to be able to leave something for my kids there's a blended plan so yes depending on what you want those dollars to do will depend on the tool that we recommend to you to use what else on uh tax planning opportunities anything right now yeah do it <laughs> do it. Do it yesterday. When's the best time to make a good financial plan? Yesterday. Well, yesterday's gone. So when's the next best time? Get it done right now. Things are going to change. Okay. We talked briefly. I think at the close of the last show, we talked about the student loan um, stimulus or forgiveness yeah. or whatever they labeled it as. And, and folks, listen. That is not free money. Mm-hmm. That is going to have to be paid for by somebody. When you start writing five hundred billion dollar checks. There's going to be a transfer of taxation to somebody, and that somebody's going to be the the you and me's of the world. So if you got Social Security, you've got an IRA, you got some pension stuff, and you've got some dollars that have yet to be taxed, you might want to strongly consider taking a look at having a tax plan in place because there's a lot of stimulus money being thrown around. Somebody's got to pay for. So my t- my son told me a joke. Okay, and it might bl- it might blend into tax planning. Okay, if you're a doomsdayer, right? Okay. <laughs> Which you're, I'm not. If you're one of those people that hides your money, you know, and you don't want anybody to know about it. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. Where do frogs deposit their money? Where do frogs deposit their money? Yeah. You got to think of somewhere along, something along the lines of ribbit, ribbit or croak. Um, yeah, I don't know. You got me. A river bank. A river bank. That's good. Your son told you that. So if you want to, if you want to, uh, you know, hide your money from the government, you just go put it in a river, river bank. I own part of a river. <laughs> There's no money buried at my That's river. Don't even go joke. down there and start looking. There's none down there. That's a good joke. All right, tax planning. So you can go to our website, <laughs> retire with two. T- I'm all over. The I don't place. know where you're going here. Retire with two ten dot com, and there's um, some different information on are you paying too much in taxes, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You ready for this week in history? I am. I missed the last couple of them. I don't. I have not been good guessing lately. I don't have any real fun stuff this week. 1954, the first issue of Sports Illustrated was released. Oh, wow. 
45 years. Oh, here we go. You'll enjoy this one. 70, well, not enjoy it. You like music, so this will make sense to you. I think I should stop doing this. You, you could take it. 1977, Elvis Presley died. You know, all right. A serious Elvis See, I story. You'd like I remember it. the day. Do you really? I was walking into a restaurant. I wasn't alive yet. In Michigan as a little boy, and my aunt, This is for those of you who are older than me, old as me or older than me, you'll remember this. My aunt stopped at the newspaper stand, saw that Elvis had died, and she wept. People were everywhere crying. That's how big of an impact that man had. Musically. I don't think there's any singer out there today that I would cry over. <laughs> Kendall, like, I mean, you are going to cry when I'm dead. That's how you. <laughs> that is not true. I am known for not having a heart, but I would maybe shed a tear. You if wouldn't you cry away. over Elvis. I mean, oh. ain't nothing but a hound dog, baby. Now everybody knows how heartless I am. I remember the day Elvis died. Okay. I watched my aunt weep, and I thought that was something different. It was something special. Wow. All right. Well, on that note, now that we know Kendall's heartless, we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Your Retirement Blueprint. We hope today's episode helped you gain a better grasp of your finances and clarified a possible path forward in your life. This show is brought to you by 210 Financial, and our team is passionate about helping individuals and families achieve their ideal retirements. If you'd like to talk more about your financial plan, we'd love to talk to you. You can learn more and schedule a call at 210financial.com. Again, that's www.210financial.com. We can't wait to see you right back here next time on this show.